the Great Lakes. There are thousands of shipwrecks that lie underneath these waters. Today, we have the story of what's considered the Holy Grail of shipwrecks. It happened more than 300 years ago. The ship was called the Griffin, and it was one of the first European ships to ever sail the Great Lakes. Before that, boats navigating here were smaller, usually canoes. Yeah, French explorers left Green Bay in the Griffin on a September day, and the ship was loaded to the gills with furs. But they didn't get too far before this huge storm picked up. The Griffin was seen struggling off Washington Island, which is just outside Green Bay, and it was never heard from again. So the mystery of what happened that day just sort of hung there. You know, if you know that this thing is out there, who wouldn't want to find that? Who wouldn't want to be the one to find that or to see it? David Ruck is a diver and underwater videographer. Who wouldn't want to, like, see those nails and see the, the ribs and, and then be able to enjoy and imagine the, what this place looked like during that time? There is this man who says he has seen those nails and those ribs. Steve Liebert has been looking for the Griffin pretty much his entire adult life. I've spent 40-some years on location. I've been in storms. I've been up there under ice and in gale force winds. I've sustained multiple injuries from broken ribs to well, now recovering from surgery now from an injury. This is Points North, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Stringer. Today, we're searching for that lost ship with IPR's executive director, Peter Payette. He's been following this story for 15 years. And Peter, when does Steve Liebert think he got his first whiff of the Griffin? Well, that was 20 years ago when he and his friends, uh, a group of divers that all met at a scuba shop in Akron, Ohio, found a beam of wood with some pegs in it stuck in the bottom of Lake Michigan. This is up off the Garden Peninsula in the UP. The group today is, is known as Great Lakes Exploration, and they believed this was the bowsprit of a ship. They thought the wood was attached to a hull that was buried in the sediment. In order to figure out if that was true, they would need to dig it up and they needed permission from the state of Michigan to do that. But instead of getting a permit right away, they wound up in court for years uh, fighting over the claim. Peter, why the extensive court fight? Basically, they were fighting over who owned this thing, Great Lakes Exploration, because they discovered it, or the state of Michigan, because it's on the bottom of the lake and the state owns the bottom of the Great Lakes. It was a fairly protracted fight over a number of years, in part because the laws are so arcane and complicated. So for instance, at the beginning of this, Steve and his team had to cut a piece of wood from the beam, take it out of the lake, take it down to court, where it was read its Miranda rights, because the court was essentially taking custody of this, whatever it is. In the end, France got involved. France said, if it's the Griffin, it belongs to France. Uh, everyone decided to go along with that, and they went and dug, and they found the beam was actually attached to nothing. Oh, my goodness. So so all that work and, and nothing, does that mean it was part of the ship or not? Well, Steve Liebert definitely believes 
that that piece of wood is a part of a ship. And the French scientists agreed with him, but the American scientists who came to that dive in 2013 took a different view. They think it's a piece of a fishing net. But they, they pulled the beam out of the lake, and it is still in a tank of cold water in a dark room somewhere near Gaylord being preserved. Okay, so now it's been more than seven years. Steve is still searching. It sounds like he's just really, really into this. Yeah, I mean, he spent 40 years uh, of his life searching, doing historical research. He's drawn in an extraordinary number of people from his close friends to his wife to uh, top international archaeologists from France and a host of other folks into this work to kind of take part in his hope to find this ship. I hadn't heard from him in years, and I would think about him, and I couldn't imagine him doing anything but continuing his search, but I wondered since we had heard nothing for so long. And then I suddenly got a call this spring. Hi, Peter. Uh, This is Steve Leibert from the Griffin Project. Uh, I just want to let you know, and, and actually I wanted to talk to you before I send an email with photos of the wreck that we believe is the Griffin. Uh, it still took us a, a number of years to find it. Okay, it's, so uh, we're on the scent of the Griffin again, according to Steve. What exactly does he say he's found? Well, he has clearly found a shipwreck, and you can see pictures of it on the Great Lakes Exploration website. He had uh, retired uh, since the 2013 dive, so he lives year-round in Charlevoix now. And uh, he says he had a knee surgery, and he was laid up after this, and he was spending time looking at satellite images on his computer. That's actually from Google Satellite, the same Google you guys can download. But scanning, I mean, many, many, many hours looking into the water, end up seeing this, and sure enough, I thought, well, that definitely looks like a ship. Well, wait, wait a second. I have this image of Steve hold up after knee surgery, just scrolling everywhere in the Great Lakes trying to find something. Is that what was going on, basically? No, no. He he is looking in a, a very particular area based on a significant amount of historical research that he has done. And he believes the ship is somewhere around these islands off the Garden Peninsula. So he's looking there at these Google satellite images. They dove the spot. They say the ship that they found is a match for the Griffin. There's uh, nothing about it that would suggest it's not the ship they are looking for. Great Lakes Exploration is working with a shipwright and a diver now named Alan Pertner. He grew up in Leelanau County. He's been around uh, boats and ships his whole life. And he says he's never seen anything built this way, but he says he's been thinking about why someone would build a boat like that, and he thinks he understands. He was spreading out the support for the actual hull, the planks on the outside, and building a boat that was going to have to survive pretty much on its own, the winters and all the ice in the upper lakes. He came up with with something that I've just never seen before. So Steve and Great Lakes Exploration, they think it's the Griffin, Alan Pertner, he thinks it's a griffin. What about other explorers and experts in the field? Do they agree? I think there's a fair amount of skepticism out there and uh, a kind of attitude, well, prove it to us. So what happens now? Well, it seems like Great Lakes exploration is uh, 
kind of back in a stalemate with the state of Michigan. Steve Leiber does not want to disclose the location of what he's found. Again, that was the sticking point that had them in court for so many years over the last location. Steve is very suspicious of uh, government authorities and other professionals. Once you turn that over, everything that I have becomes the state property. It's no longer mine. It reverts over to the state. I'm not going to give that information up. I've got 42 years at this. Does Steve think there's a link between the beam that he and Great Lakes Exploration found in 2013 and this hull of the boat that he found this year? Like, does he think they're both a part of the Griffin? Oh, yes. Steve definitely believes that. He and his, he and his wife, Kathy, ha- go into that in the book they recently published. It's not clear to me why that matters at this point. I mean, this is clearly a shipwreck that he found uh, a few miles away, and it either is the Griffin or it isn't. And uh, it seems like that's really the question now. And it's less interesting to me what that, what that piece of wood uh, is that they took out of the lake in 2013. IPR's executive director, Peter Payette. Peter, thanks for your reporting. Thank you. And I want to mention, you can see images of this shipwreck on our website, pointsnorthradio.org. That's it for the show this week. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Springer. You can catch past episodes at that same website. Again, it's pointsnorthradio.org. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend.